When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us now on the buyersafety.com hotline. Oh, a phone is ringing. 105.3, the phone. I know we'll talk to him every Friday at 1 o'clock here on the Ben and Skin Show. It is the mighty Brian Broadus. And Broadus, before we kind of get into who is and isn't going to make this team and some of those sorts of things, curious what your thoughts were based on Jerry's comments after the game last night and then on the station this morning about the state of things with Zeke. Yeah, he's prepared to do what he has to do to uh, get his team ready to start the season, whether Ezekiel Elliott's here or not. That's, uh, you know, what general managers have to do. And, you know, you have to sit down and evaluate uh, the guys you have. Uh, You know, they've got to make a a cut down. They've got some spots that they're uh, still up for grabs for. They've They've told 16 guys and basically a first wave that the, that they'll no longer be needing their services. So now they've got to figure out the rest of their of their team here and then uh, do the best they can to put the best team out there, uh, you know, against the Giants next week. And if Ezekiel Elliott's here, then you know that's that's good. If he's not, then you know that they've got to figure out ways to uh, to kind of make up for uh, him not being in that lineup. You know, do you think Taco's done enough to make this roster? Well, I think, and you know, if you talk to people in the organization, they were really there was a strong debate about if he was the eighth, ninth, or tenth defensive lineman. And you know, I went up to Rod Marinelli last week before the Houston game, and I said, "Hey, Taco, from the eye test, looks like he's playing better." He says, "Yeah, he's playing better, but I need my guys to be tougher." And I think the mm-hmm. fact that uh, you know, in that game, that Houston game. You know, Taco got injured. He could have taken himself out and kind of, uh, you know, gone the easy route. But he brought himself back in, and you know, he's he's done enough to 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 make this squad. Now, again, there were people talking about, you know, could you get something in a trade? I was driving home very late last night, probably three in the morning, and and you know, people were telling me that as you know, you they're not going to get anything of substantial from him, uh, substantial from him for for him. So that's. You know, probably why they decided to go ahead and keep him and, uh, and and go that route. But, yeah, his position was not one of these things where it was clear that, okay, he's going to make this team. There was some discussion about that uh, if, uh, if, in fact, his roster spot was up for grabs and evidently they felt like that, uh, that it, uh, it doesn't need to be that way anymore. Do you feel like after seeing the preseason and knowing what you know that that is the position group that has the most depth? Is it the defensive line? Well, the defensive line has a lot of depth. I mean, I know that people are calling about their defensive line, and I know that people are calling about some of their offensive linemen. And, uh, you know, if you, you know, if that's the case, I mean, they, they've got some interior depth. I don't think they have enough depth at offensive tackle. I think that's actually, if you're going to look for a spot for this team to potentially claim somebody, there's two areas I think you need to look at. I think you need to look at offensive tackle, and I think you need to look at corner. Those seems to be like two areas that they're kind of hunting right now uh, to see with the waiver wires and stuff. If there's a guy that they can claim, they're in a position where they're near the back of the claiming order, so that's going to be a little bit difficult for them. You've seen teams like New England, who at the very end of the claiming order at 32 is taking an aggressive approach and saying, okay, we're going to give up some picks to try and get some offensive line depth in here. So. Uh, I think we're going to see some trades. I think you're maybe see the Cowboys move one or two players. I don't know if it's for me for player for player 
or it's just going to be for picks. But uh, that's kind of a direction I think they're looking at right now. What is the one injury that has you most concerned as you start the season? Well, I watched all these guys run on the field today. And, you know, guys like Byron Jones, I watched both tight ends run. I watched Zach Martin run. I watched uh, – uh, uh, who else did I watch run? Uh, Tyron Smith run, you know, and all these guys looked like that they were moving around pretty well. So I don't know if there's any one injury that I have to say that is uh, really critical right now. Uh, I do think you have to be concerned about the backs and stuff like that of those offensive linemen. But from just watching them move around today, uh, I, I felt like things were, uh, were, were going in the right direction. Talking to Brian Broaddus here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. <clears throat> when you watch uh, preseason offensive football, like, and I'm thinking specifically about our situation, right? New offensive coordinator. We've talked about this stuff ad nauseum. Are, are there things that you see throughout the course of the preseason that give you indication as to the way things are going to be, or do you think they're completely different animals? You can't watch the games and tell that, but you can tell that through where how they practice. And I've been able to watch about 30 practices. So, you know, I see some creativity within uh, what Kellen Moore is trying to do. I see him trying to create space. I see him trying to get the ball to his playmakers. I think that's been really important. I think he's tried to do things to help Dak Prescott have easier throws. Uh, you know, it, they've, uh, they have been a little bit, uh, uh, you know, trying to develop a new, uh, you know, the running back. They've tried to develop some timing with screens and things like that. Though these offensive linemen is a veteran group of offensive linemen. They understand, you know, where Ezekiel Elliott's going to fit on certain plays. They have that in their mind. So now they're trying to work with, okay, as we come off the ball and we're running that 38 to that right side there, how are we going to fit? Is he going to make the hard cut? Or is he going to play it front side? You know, these are all things that they're having to work with. And, again, you know, the coordinator, I, I'm excited about the coordinator because I think he, he understands about how to move the football. Is he going to maybe run the football every down? No, he's probably not. I know there's some people, especially some guys on that station and, you know, fans around the country that feel like that, that he's just going to go ahead and pound this football. It is what they do because of how tough they are doing it. But I have a feeling you're going to see him with the ability to move the ball, throw the ball with these guys, you know, with, with Cobb, the receivers, uh, Witten, you know, and these backs. They'll be able to find ways to, to move the ball by, by putting it in the air when they have to. Brian, if I'm not mistaken, the Cowboys have almost as many interceptions this preseason as they did all of last season during the regular season. That's true. Them, them and the Bears are the two top teams in the league when it comes to turnovers created, yes incredible and donovan wilson has just been an interception machine you know you talked about watching all these practices you know is is he the real deal have they really found a, a nice player here well they found a guy that's playing with range there was a lot of talk about him just being really a box safety or a guy that could play down you know and and just be around the line of scrimmage but you talk about a guy that could play as a free safety plays with his eyes there was a player is is kt with you today by any chance what's up hey kt uh this guy is very similar and you could describe the player in green bay when darren sharper i know darren sharper's in jail right now but i'm talking yeah. about the player that when he first came in the league when he was darren with green bay, the, the, with the green bay packers and then with the new orleans saints he was a guy that the ball kind of gravitated towards and i think that's what you kind of have with this guy the ball seems to go in his direction 
uh, you know, where that's tip passes, straight interceptions, you know, balls on the ground. I mean, he, he tends to find the ball, and it kind of reminds me of a little bit of a guy like that where, you know, if you have that trade as a safety, I think it's a pretty good thing to have. But, uh, you know, yeah, they have an idea about what this player really is all about, and, you know, and I'm, I can t- tell you they're going to find ways to get him on the field. He had two really nice tackles on the kickoff coverage last night. You know, balls were kicked short. And he was able to rally, beat blocks, and then get in on tackles. So, you know, those are the guys you want as one of your 46 on Sundays. So you're thinking tight ends, they carry three? or Yeah, does... yeah they're all ready, KT. They'll watch those guys work today. They should be ready to go for practice. So I think that's what they're going to do. Okay, so who is the player this year, in your opinion, we always take injuries out of the equation, that's most likely to play himself off of this roster because someone pays him big money elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got your guys that you want to pay, and then there's guys like an Anthony Brown or a Malik Collins that end up having a great year, but you simply can't keep them because of the numbers. Who's the guy that's going to have the best year that they're simply not going to be Well, able you to said keep? the name Malik Collins, and if he stays healthy, you know, he was really they, – they had a hard time blocking him, not only the starters for the Dallas Cowboys, but the, the, the guys around the league and the preseason snaps that he took. If he could stay healthy – the explosive power and redirection that he plays with. He's disruptive behind the line. I mean, you know, they, we've seen some of these defensive linemen get paid pretty well, whether it's the defensive tackles or the defensive ends. You know, Byron Jones is another guy. Even coming off injury, you watch him move around. He's got the attitude. He's got the demeanor. You know, he, everything about him, he gives Chris Richard a lot of credit for saving his career. But that's a lot on Byron Jones for going out there and playing the way he did. So I wouldn't be surprised. Anthony Brown has done a really nice job, too. You know, he's quietly kind of come along. Really, all these cornerbacks, if they had to play without Byron Jones in week one, I think they would have been all right, so especially with the guys with the Wouzier, the way he was playing. And so, you know, I, I, that, that, those guys that are all up for contracts, I mean, it, it's going to be – uh, really difficult to keep them all, and I think that's that's a part of it. You know, that's when you draft well, you sign well. Those are things that you're going to have to deal with. There's only so much to go around, and you're going to lose some guys along the way. But those are the guys that kind of feel like that they're they're going to have struggles keeping. Awesome stuff, Brian. We appreciate it. And again, listening to you as an analyst was a, a blast. Again, this preseason, you did a phenomenal job, and uh, we appreciate you, man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun working with Brad Sham. Again, it's something I never take for granted, uh, you know, getting to work with that crew like that. But uh, they make it a lot of fun, and, and Brad makes it a lot of fun for me to do it. So it is an honor to do that. And uh, thanks for your kind words on that, Ben. Absolutely. There he goes. The great Brian brought us the, the, the best in the business. And, uh, uh, you know, and I've heard people say this about Jamie Newberg. Hey, I'm glad he works for the team that I love, yeah, you know, or that he covers the team I love because Jamie's really good at what he does. But, boy, Broadus is just phenomenal. It's awesome. And thank God that we have him here in this market. He does so much for all of us. And uh, really, really good stuff from, from Brian Broadus. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Former Alabama football star, former Dallas Cowboy, Rolando McClain has retired three times and is currently serving his third NFL suspension. But he has been reinstated to the NFL, and he is officially 
property of the Dallas Cowboys, or Sweet. I guess once it becomes official. Let's and get him out there. KT, are you hearing that uh, they're immediately going to put him in as a starter, or they're going to punt? Yeah, once they get uh, official league notice uh, that he has been re- reinstated, they're going to cut him. Uh, so that's just, uh, he won't be playing for the Cowboys. So I'm very confused about this. He recently acquired, uh, you know, uh, inquired to be reinstated? Yes, yes. Uh, he had From a boat on a pond? He had, uh, back in July, uh, an article came out by a guy named Matt Zenitz. Uh, Zenitz and he said uh, McLean wants to make an NFL comeback. He hadn't played since 2015, but he's still only 29 years old. He had been in contact with the NFLPA and had been going through the process of trying to be reinstated, and it happened today. But I think he still has, like, a suspension to... Dad, yeah, that's a good question. Who could know on that? Because he always had suspensions to deal so with. So wait, but he got reinstated to serve a suspension. Right. So I think he has to serve a suspension before. So he has to be picked up by a team, serve the suspension, and then he can play again. But I don't know how many games it is. What a mess. Uh, you know, if you need money, though, you'd try to do this, right? Serve a suspension and get back in and see if you could I make mean, money. It's been three pl- years. It's been three? Yeah. Three complete seasons in which he hadn't played. Yes. Because he last played in 2015. Yeah, who's lining up for that? Linebacker depth could be could oh. be thin for some of these uh, teams. It's, it's uh, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Such a risk, but he... You work him out? He is, uh, you know, has a major upside if he's cares about playing he doesn't I mean, uh, he, do- he doesn't all right there you go <laughs> he doesn't um, but he, he, la- needs mo- he needs money probably. he last played with romo right i think that's all you need to know <laughs> i mean 2015 right uh, okay so uh we are starting to get word of some of the early cuts or we're trying to put it together cowboys have to get their roster down to 53 tomorrow right saturday yes. afternoon we'll be cornholing it up we'd, we'd mm. love for you to come join us uh, that we are going to be all day tomorrow at Reservoir at Toyota Music Factory, 330 West Las Colinas Boulevard. Uh, we will be out there, and we'll be covering the Cowboys' final roster cuts. They're going to end up having to cut some guys that are pretty good. And one of the guys that they brought in in the offseason was George Iloka, and it looks like that's come to an end, Skip. Uh, maybe. Let's uh, see what we think by this. I'm looking at his two most recent tweets. One is from three days ago, and it's a video of a kid putting on boxing gloves and after saying he could whoop his dad's ass, and then the dad lays him out. That is awesome. I saw that last week. And then Incredible. the other tweet from 14 minutes ago is Willie Nelson on the road again, and then he's got like a bunch of musical notes. So he's either just now incur- you know, encountering the great Willie Nelson classic, or maybe he's letting his followers know that, uh, guys, I'm going to be on the road again. Doesn't look like it's going to work out here. Yeah, she's definitely not talking about week one against the Giants because they're at home. <laughs> so it doesn't look like he is planning uh, to be a part of this thing. And hey, Quick road trip for him. They, who do you guys think is the best player that the Cowboys are going to end up cutting? Is Wise going to make the team? Daniel Wise, I'm sure they'll try to slip to the practice squad. Ricky Walker, they'll try to slip to the practice squad. You know, I, I think – Maybe. Well, I guess they'll pup. They'll likely pup Noah Brown. So I think they'll probably start with Cedric Wilson and Devin Smith. You could make an argument for Jalen Guyton and uh, John Vay Johnson. You could make an Guyton arg- had a big touchdown last night. He broke several tackles. Make an argument for one of the running backs. Be interesting to see what they do there. Uh, I'm trying to think. Men linebacker, I think they're fine depth-wise no matter what. Maybe one of the corners. Maybe Donovan Alumba. Mm-hmm. Maybe Michael Jackson, a fifth-round pick. Maybe those guys are on the cusp of getting cut. So 
you know, there's some names, but it's nothing crazy. I don't think we're going to get the shock. There might be something shocking. I don't think we'll get the shocking Dan Bailey like sure. last year. But what about Broadus? Broadus just now was saying that the Cowboys are probably looking out there trying to get depth at right tackle, or I'm sorry, at offensive tackle, and trying to get depth at corner, right? Didn't he say that? And so I'm like, but, man, I thought at corner they were super loaded because, uh, you know, C.J. Goodwin has been okay. Uh, Michael Jackson, I thought they they liked him. Goodwin will Um, make it because he plays a lot of special teams. I thought Broadus meant using corner uh, depth. To dangle oh, in the trademark. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's my interpretation. Because they of that. do seem okay. loaded at corner. That's what I thought. Okay, so he's talking about trading corner depth for offensive line depth. Potentially. And keep okay, in mind okay, this. My bad. Uh, it, di- it didn't end up happening, and I'm glad it didn't end up happening. Uh, but last year they traded uh, Trevarius Ward, the cornerback, to the Chiefs, and he ended up starting some games for the Chiefs last year. And they dangled Jordan Lewis. They tried to trade Jordan Lewis at one point last year. Right. Um, what, what is y'all's perception of Byron's availability? Ooh, I don't know because it, he's watching him run. The footage I've seen, he looks perfect. Like he looks a hundred percent. He, you know, but I wasn't expecting that. Like I thought he should take his time, not even rush back, especially considering how cakey the schedule is early in the season. Uh, given Jerry's comments on Wednesday on Sean and RJ's interview with him uh, about how it's a marathon, like why would you play him in week one? Right. Especially when you're so good there. Right. I mean, you've got so much talent. Do we know if the the Giants named Daniel Jones the starter? Is Eli your starter? Eli's your starter. Okay. Yeah. Eli's your starter for sure. Um, They still got pretty good receiving weapons. There's jokes going around, you know, on NFL Twitter, you know, like, uh, oh, Daniel Jones, week three, just wait. You know, that type of thing. But, yeah. Eli Eli had a good preseason. Eli was fine. Just Daniel Jones played a lot more and completed a few more passes and had some good numbers and took all the excitement. I say when we line up all our defensive linemen, go get him. Man, I, I – oh, my God, that's going to be fun. Go get it. And I do think Randy Gregory will get reinstated at some point. Yep. I thought uh, it was going to happen before the beginning of the year. I have no idea. Did you guys happen to hear Fish earlier this week saying I did. he can't even get confirmation that they applied for reinstatement or not? Yeah. yeah. It's, a gray, it's a gray area right now. But I do think he'll be back at some point, and they're going to end up losing another guy because they'll have to cut a pretty good player, uh, release a pretty good player, or try to sneak up through the practice squad to make room for Randy. Man, I, I cannot believe Donovan Wilson got another interception last night. Yeah, man. I and, can't believe it. And then uh, he's fine, ankle injury wise. Yeah, he's got I saw no issues. footage of him running into the locker room, kind of not, you know, not even limping, so I think he's going to be okay. But, you know, we, we went into camp thinking, all right, man, all right, at least I did, thinking, all right, it's kind of hard to find a weakness, but I think safety is a problem. And, uh, man, is, uh, you know, if if Jeff Heath is going to be out there a lot, you're kind of in trouble. I don't know about Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods goes out and has arguably the best camp of anybody. Uh, and then they find Donovan Wilson, who's like, the Cowboys had, I think, seven interceptions in the preseason. They had eight all of last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the whole 16 games. Here's what I like about Donovan Wilson. What I like about Donovan Wilson is that Chris, Chris Richard's the guy that went out to go find him and championed yeah. him. And I think it's very clear if you like what happened in Seattle, Rashard had a vision for what he wanted defensive back-wise, and they went and got those guys. And so the fact that he's identified him, and even though it is preseason and there's some non-NFL players out there playing, he's shown he's got a little something. I would say Rashard knows what he needs for his system. Hey, Shippy, pull out the uh, cuts here. I want to go to a Jerry cut. This is cut number 13. Uh, we asked Jerry Jones today on the Ben and Skin Show, has Taco Charlton made this team? 
Well, yes, yes. And um, so uh, uh, he's uh, frankly had a great I camp. Uh, I've been told all my life, uh, been operating with the premise that uh, you don't ever dismiss a guy that's got the qualities that a player like Taco has. You don't ever uh, pass judgment completely on those guys until they've at least had three years. Now, that seems like a lot of rope, a lot of leeway, uh, but uh, he does some things really well, and he's capable of doing other things really well, and it's that part, do the other things really well, that would make him the player we wanted to have when we drafted him with the number one pick. Now, having said that, we'll cut him in week three when Robert Quinn <laughs> comes back, and we will. How great would it be if Taco goes out there, gets a sack, some team needs defensive end depth and you're able to trade them after like week one or two and you bring would you back would you be like if you if taco comes out and is playing like gangbusters and you're like damn okay looks like a first round pick can would you want to go ahead and sell high or would you believe okay this is who he is i would sell high just for the simple fact that they've got so many guys there and if they've it just sounds like they've already made that determination that he's not their kind of guy he may be their kind of guy physically and talent-wise, but, I mean, it's just it's, – it's like when we were talking to Broadus earlier and he brought up the little anecdote with talking to Marinelli. It's just there's a feeling that that leopard's not going to change its spots. And so <laughs> if that's not really what they want, if you can get something for him that's quality, I would jump all over it. It's interesting to see how much he will get to play because they, if they've really truly moved on down the road – then you're going to have Tank playing, mm -hmm. and then you're going to have Tyrone Crawford. Wherever that's the another interesting thing is how, how are they really going to implement him? Right. But is he healthy? They'll be moving on to a lot of Kerry Hyder on the inside, and maybe some outside. Right. A lot of Dorrance Armstrong. Right. Like if they've really moved on, then he ain't going to get many opportunities in week one and two to go make a difference. Without Gregory or Quinn being here, and that should tell you everything you need to know. So, uh, by the way, is we just talked about Byron. We feeling like Crawford's out there rocking and rolling week one? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I, he's probably one of the guys I'm least worried about, you know. What it's just like he's a veteran. We know he can go through it. I think you probably feel the same way about Tank. Like, A, Tank had the big surgery, of course, but I think with with Tyrone as well, he just goes, man, these guys have done this a million times. We don't need these guys to go through training camp. And it's also, you don't need Zeke to go through training camp, to be honest. You yeah. didn't need Zeke to go take the, the hits, and if Zeke comes back in week four, you might have saved 50 carries on it. You know, you know, it's like it's it all kind of benefits you to kind of like you want to win. You want to make sure you're three and zero for the first three games. You do need to stack them up in every game. It's hard to win. But there is the load management thing that I think we need to start taking into account in the NFL the same way some of these other sports are doing. Because uh, what's the point in Tyrone Crawford going out into practice and aggravating something? Well, I've, I need I've, him. I need him ready on Tuesday to game plan for the Giants. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. I, I hope Tank's ready. You know, that surgery he had is no joke, and we haven't seen him really do anything. Right. And you need him to do a lot of the heavy lifting. I hope he's okay, but there's, again, no need to rush him. You should be able to beat the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins without being full power. I, I would want, if, if we're a little iffy on him, I do want him back by week two. I want to start build momentum there. Uh, if it is a little bit questionable, then I would probably, you know, defer to, all right, let's not let him play week one, but... You know, as soon as you can get them out there, you do want to get them out there. Can I dangle this, too? Like, I don't, oh, wow. I, I'm Whoa. guilty of uh, God. And the angle of the dangle is inversely proportionate to the heat of the meat. Um, but one thing, I'm, I'm, I'm a little guilty of doing this as well. Like, oh, we got the Giants, Redskins, Dolphins. It's on. Like, right? The Giants have made improvements to their offensive line. Mm -hmm. 
And hold they, on a second, hold on a second. Shippy, can you play the crisis music while KT breaks down? Because <laughs> oh, I no. think because I think KT is saying we're in a crisis with our early schedule. I want to give you a chance to really voice that. This. Is not how I saw Go things ahead. going at Friday at one thirty. Uh, they've they've made some improvements to their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Eli had a good camp. Oh no. They, oh while not adding in Odell Beckham, they did get Golden Taint. Oh, yeah, suspended. <laughs> uh, but they still have Evan Ingram could make a jump. Sterling Shepard, if he's healthy, should be good to go. And they still got Saquon. And Saquon can take over a game. He's one of the oh few God. players in the league who can. So we're going to lose game. the Giants game. Well, What's I'm saying next? it ain't a cupcake. It is oh, a nice, small cookie. Oh, no. It's like a Nutter Butter. <laughs> oh, I love wow. Nutter Butters. Yeah, just a little. A you, are you guys? You like Nutter Butter skin? I don't even fully know what it is. What? It's, it's no, like a, it's like a the, pe- stop the show. It's like a peanut butter cookie. Stop the show, but keep the crisis music playing. But that wouldn't be stopping are you the show. Telling me that you yeah, have lived your whole life and you don't have a relationship with Nutter Butters? I don't have a relationship with Nutter Butters. I'm not 100 percent sure if I've had a one night stand with Nutter Butters. All right. I definitely don't have a relationship. A I oh think it's God. a peanut butter cracker cookie. Uh, right? cookie. Cracker. It's a cookie. Cracker? cracker? Graham crackers are cookies. Oh, dude, you're disrespecting Nutter Butters. Don't, don't, you, dis- don't you disrespect Listen, Graham crackers. Hey, I, I love Graham crackers. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Nutter Butter. A Nutter Butter is a cookie. It's Yes, it's a peanut butter cookie. I think I've had one. But the outside of it is like made to replicate a peanut. Yeah, yeah, I've had this. It's one of the greatest cookies on earth. They're great. I, I have had one of those I at like one them. point during my past. Oh, they're amazing. Are but you I, willing I don't think... to say that it's the greatest cookie? Well, I haven't had it in at least a decade, so I don't... <laughs> I don't, there's been a lot of changes in cookies. I haven't either. Do you guys <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? Well, it's still one of the greatest cookies, though. You took Nutter Butter to prom, and you're still remembering <laughs> it as the greatest date you ever had. Another great cookie. My dad was big on these when I was growing up. They're called Danish wedding cookies. They're little, tiny, white, powdery cookies, Nobody and they, they come is. in a pink bag in oh, the grocery good. store. You're oh, making up Oh, they're so good. They're you're good. making up cookies. Uh, a quick question, too, while we're on this kind of peanut butter tangent real quick. Yeah. Though. Do you guys have, like, crowns in your teeth? You Crayons? Had, uh, uh, you've had like a root canal, so you have a I crown? I have not. No, I've no. only had like no. one cavity. I, I got do, lucky teeth. I do have some crowns. Okay, so I'm, uh, I had a peanut butter sandwich yesterday. <laughs> this is a terrible awesome. segment. <laughs> so Coming made, up next, what KT had <laughs> no, for lunch. So I made a quick peanut butter sandwich, and then because it's sticky, yeah. and I noticed oh. that it, one of my crowns in my back left, I, I really only have one, I think. Uh, I was chewing some gum the other day when we were at the stadium, and I noticed it kind of gotten a little loose. You just get your tongue and jam it back up there. Well, sure. then I had a peanut huh? butter sandwich, and I took a bite, and the peanut butter got back there, and it's so sticky that it ripped off my crown. Now, I caught my crown That's on my hand, oh. but I looked at it, and I went, what do I do? I've, this has never happened to me before. And to find I now, out, one of my teeth fell out. To find out what he did, listen to KT's uh, dental uh, sandwich podcast, <laughs> which is how your sandwiches can affect your you dental know, work. That actually sounded a lot like the scenario I described earlier where you spit it up and chew it out. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. a lot of ways. So your teeth are falling out so I, <laughs> on top of everything? Well, yeah. So I call him. You have dentures? So I call my, I call my dentist. Our dental right? plan's great. Where'd you call him? Uh, well, I didn't talk to him specifically. He had a secretary. He's a pretty good dentist. I don't think they're called secretaries. That's very uh, sexist of you to oh, call them that. They're called yeah. stewardesses. Receptionists. going home. <laughs> and I said, hey, look, one of my crowns fell out. Is this a you issue or is this an orthodontist issue? Are we still talking and about And she goes, a me <laughs> issue? I didn't do anything. <laughs> Who are you talking about? The receptionist. Which, Which one? So she goes, okay. She goes, no, we can get that crown back on. Just hold on to it. I said, hold on to it. I said, "What do you?" I said, "Can I just come in like right now? I got it thirty minutes." 
And she goes, well, I can't get you in. We're off tomorrow. We won't be back until Tuesday. Do you tell them who you were and start pushing your weight? <laughs> I started, yeah. And she was like, you're not that big of a deal. I've seen your intercom insurance. <laughs> you guys hey, are still on Delta Dental? Yeah. So are you missing a, t- a tooth right now? No, Can no, no I, put it, I put it back in. With peanut your butter? Tooth? No, with my tongue. <laughs> How does it stay there? I don't know. <laughs> it's you're, you're like, you should start a new business that is dentistry with peanut butter. Yeah. Real sticky peanut butter, just pop people's teeth back. It's not that different I'd, than what they did with Mr. Ed back in the day. Look it up, kids. <laughs> I'd be shocked if you didn't swallow that crown here in the next 30 minutes. That's what I'm worried about, going to eat and it just pops out. Uh, yeah. You, know? uh, you just poop it out and then fish through it and <laughs> pop it right back Choking in. Choking on it. Yeah. Okay, not a poo tooth situation. It's a poo tooth. Explain the poop tooth situation. So everyone has a number. <laughs> And I've told this story before, but um, I have a veneer on one of my front teeth. Actually, I have four veneers. But when I was a kid, I stole my I, I stole my brother's prelude, snuck it out one night. Badass. So he punched me in the mouth when I got home with it, and it <laughs> chipped my tooth. I had to get a fake tooth and a veneer on it. And so I have a veneer, and one night uh, it fell off while I was sleeping. So I called the dentist. I was like, hey, man, uh, I got a problem here. I, this thing fell off my tooth, and now it looks like I have a fang here. I need to find the veneer. And they were like, well, go look through your bed, see if you found it, and see if you can find it because it's very expensive. I called them back. I, hey, I didn't find it anywhere. They're like, okay, we think you swallowed it. And I was like, okay, cool. So can I come get a new one? And they were like, that'll be $78,000. I was like, what? <laughs> Whatever it was, it was so expensive. I was like. Oh, hell no. I, I can't afford to go pay for that. And they're like, well, the, your other option is to fish it out of your feces. And uh, I'm like, you're saying that uh, I should go with a sifter through some poop, find a tooth, mm-hmm. pop it back into my mouth after sterilizing it? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, "How?" but everyone would know. My wife would know. Anytime she kissed me, she'd know I had a poop tooth. And they're like, well, those are your options. And so we had a question of what is your number? Like, what is the number where they said, hey, it's, it's too high. It's $5,000. You go, all right, I'll take a poop tooth. But right. maybe you're like, what? no, if it's $500, you're like, I'm not spending 500 Pop that sucker back in. So everyone has a poop tooth number. Mm-hmm. And it what change, is your number? And it always changes based on how you're doing in life, obviously. Yeah, for me, I think it's 3700 Okay. If it's over, if it's okay. over thirty-seven hundred dollars, I'm probably popping that thing back in my mouth. Right, without sterilizing it. Oh, I mean, I'm going to sterilize oh. it and have a poop <laughs> tooth. What's your number? Uh, I think I'd just go toothless. Uh huh. KT. I, uh, my number is around the same numbers of of Jared's, and we sixty-nine. Jared's number, yeah, Jared's number is there. Uh, okay. Sixty-nine. So if it's seventy bucks, you're like, yep, pop it back in there. Yep. Okay. I think, you know what I think? I think my number would be really high, but I think I would pay a bunch of interest on it over time because I'd stick it on a credit card. Man. So I think my poop tooth number would be like <laughs> 10 grand and it would end up being like 15 grand over time because right. I'd just be paying interest on it. It's just starting to rain out here as we wrap things up, but uh, we got high school football going on tonight. And I know out here in Allen. You guys probably have a massive game going on tonight. Allen is a true powerhouse. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, with the rain pouring down out there, Benny Boy, I'm looking. I got that great Rain Aware app that uh, Eric Nadell told us to get. I think we'll get all this rain out of the way in time for high school football. Good, I good, think good. we'll be squared away. And, heck, man, they can play through a little rain as long as there's not lightning. And My buddy Ian sitting over there who's come up as part of the uh, Beef Bovine Roundtable is going to be your voice at the stadium yep. tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. He starts his and, first and year Ken, of that. Nice, man. you got Cedar Hill. you got Allen. You know, two, two teams with some really good deep squads. 
You know, you, when those teams Deep get together, squats. you kind of throw out the record books. I mean, yeah. these are some kids who are going to go lay it on the line. Let me tell you something else that's going to be laid on the line. So, uh, Skin and I, when we were growing up, we had a really good friend named Kyle Berry. So, mm. KB, he's been on our show before, KB the Cowboy Homer. We called him the greatest white point guard in the history of District 12-5A. He's kind of a bad guy. Uh, what? Just kidding. Don't, you talk, like don't you talk trash about our boy. He's nah, family. KB is a big fan of mine. So KB, uh, this is crazy. We grew up with him. Well, his son, Jackson, we're old enough for him to have a son. He's the starting quarterback tonight for Prosper High School. Whoa! As they open a brand-new $48 million stadium. Holy cow. And so Prosper, yeah, he's the quarterback, starting quarterback playing. Uh, As a sophomore, right? Or is yeah. He, not I think, surprised, given the stories of Kyle's athletic oh career. Oh, my God, yes. Kyle's and, a baller. And, and the thing is, his son may be better at baseball than he is at football, and he's the starting quarterback opening a <laughs> $48 million stadium. So good luck to Prosper tonight. Good luck to Allen. And, and what about Olney? I have no clue, man. I don't yep. keep up, really. They really don't either. Wow, man. Sorry don't to hear that. Couldn't tell you. Joining us now are close personal homeboys, the G-Bag Nation. Guys, do you have any uh, big high school football starting in your backyard tonight? I know, hey, Kavanaugh, we're in Allen, so we're in your territory out here. What, what about you, General? Yeah, I, I believe uh, there's going to be a game at uh, Sunnyvale next Friday night. But uh, tonight, I believe they are on the road. We live close enough to that stadium. I can I can hear the the PA announcer, like in my driveway. It's it's pretty sweet. Oh, so that means that that means that you can hear marching bands in the mornings, huh? Yes, we can hear. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, amongst the several benefits of living close to a school, you got you got football tonight, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to as soon as we get out of here. I'll probably be a little bit late because we're in McKinney here at Honda Cars of McKinney. So I'll be getting down to kind of South Dallas area and taking in Bishop Dunn. Whooping some school that's like has the name science in it. Okay. That's probably oh, not a toast. great. That's probably not a great yeah. name to have in your <laughs> yeah. in your high school if you actually want to be good at sports. I bet they can drop some pretty sweet uh, like play <laughs> sheets with their protractors and yeah. stuff though. Yeah. What about ah, you, Jeffrey? When's the last time you went to? A... What a dork. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, the last, last time, time you went to? A... to last time I tried to go to anything Allen football affiliated was while I was playing at Abilene, and I came back to the city of Allen. And a buddy of mine who was playing at West Virginia was like, I'm going to go up to the facility and work out. And I was like, cool, I'll come with you. And the coaches came down out of the office and informed me I wasn't welcome there. So oh, that's, that's my last high school football experience. You're going to be a bad influence on all the kids. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. What's Kavanaugh yes. doing? He's probably got an 18-pack in his car. He's yes. going to round up all the He juniors. probably had it while he was lifting weights <laughs> yes. there. That's I, why they kicked I him never, out. Like, I, you can't drink listen, and lift weights in I, here. I never lifted a weight. Me and John <laughs> Cherry, who was a starting safety, we were the two who never worked out. And the coaches hated us both and eventually got us to quit. I actually heard there was an assistant that got fired for not kicking you out sooner. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah, I guarantee it. Yeah, they didn't like me. And they were right. But you don't know that until you're, like, in your mid-20s. Mm-hmm. They were totally right to hate me because I was a dumbass. Uh, so, yeah, the coach is still there. So, I'm sure I'm still not welcome. What percentage of Tolos do you think we have that have drank beer while lifting weights? <laughs> Four. 17. I bet I it's – I bet it's – I bet it's – I bet. Hold on, Jared. I bet it's at least thirty-five percent, Jared. Just like while while doing some bench press, just drinking some nice light beer. I get in their, in their garage. They have to be. They yes. wouldn't go to a gym, but if they no, have garage no. weights, they've drank beer while while lifting some weights. Uh, Arnold and, endorses it. You know, he says it allows you to to blast through some of your pain. What and, you talking about? No, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh. Not Mr. D. My buddy John Cherry, who I haven't <laughs> talked to in a decade, just texted me to say F yeah, because I mentioned that he and I didn't lift weights. 
Uh, so, guys, Rolando McLean has been reinstated. He's, he's, I think, has to serve a suspension, but he is property of the Cowboys. How do you think this plays out for old Rolando McLean? Think he gets back he gets, to the league and actually puts on a uniform? Well, I think he gets released almost immediately, right? The yeah, Cowboys, yeah. in a different year, I might have been really excited because, man, the ability, if he really wants to play, he could be good again maybe. But with this roster, this is the best roster they've probably had in 10 or 15 years. They don't have a spot for a guy who is like, hey, you want to play football again? But somebody probably does. I bet they release him right away and somebody picks him up. But I wanted to play for the Cowboys for my entertainment value. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I can't see him getting another chance. He's been fishing for three years. What if a scout goes and works him out and he's kicking butt and looks like he's in great shape? And then, like, the team's going, man, my interior linebacker death sucks. I can see it. you got to work him out and see. Yeah, I guess so. Just when you've been around a lot away from the game for three How many years. many people diagnose plays faster than Rolando McClain? He's only 29. Let me ask you guys this. If there was a guy that had been away from the game for three years, was coming back, once had promise, and is only 29, what would the position be that he would have to be formerly good at for the Cowboys to actually consider it? Kicker. Kicker. <laughs> Punter said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, kicker. Uh, I don't know. They got tight ends that are banged up. If there was a 29-year-old tight end with some ability, I'd be Yeah, if Gronk wanted to play for us. Well, he hadn't been retired three years. Listen to the oh. stupid setup. Well, Gronk. <laughs> Gronk retired three years ago. It's like a freaking KT game show here. God, nobody <laughs> knows the that? rules. Nobody's listening. What if yeah, Hernandez I... wouldn't have killed himself and he got out of prison? Then I'd be interested. Yeah, I, got dark. Oh I mean, my God. assuming that he were allowed, like, it'd be tough to get reinstated because I don't think he would get let out of prison. Like, he'd have escaped. But you could what try to, like, if, if, if Aaron Hernandez escaped from prison uh, before he was dead and you had a game that was like win and you get to the playoffs and you knew you could play him in someone else's uniform yeah, because yeah. they wouldn't know, would you play him? Yeah, just I don't think I would that. want to associate myself with him. He, he seemed to have a really low bar to going homicidal. <laughs> right. Like, you could just nudge him in a locker room or something and end up with a knife in your back. I did have the killer instinct, though. <laughs> yeah. That was right. Angel get Dust the, apparently does that. Get the equipment manager to sew up a Fernandez jersey real quick. Throw yeah, that on there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just slap him in there. Well, you would like you would put him in Swain's jersey. I'm sorry, he's gone. You'd put him in Schultz's jersey. You'd be like, Schultz, here's a little. We're going to cut you a check to just stay in the locker room. And this guy's going to play. You'd really have to worry about the things you said oh, on God. the sideline because you'd be like, we're killing him. And Hernandez's like, yes, we are. And you're like, oh, no, we didn't mean it that way. We're beating well, him on the scoreboard. We're not going to go kill him. Schultz Friday. is really tatted up. <laughs> All right, General, what's coming up today on a Friday edition of The Nation? Pure gold, Ben. Thanks for asking. As always, something like that. Stephen Jones is going to join us right <laughs> off the top here. It's going to be amazing. We'll Fantastic. Ask some of the same questions you asked Jerry. By the way, awesome job. We're going to use that for all of the other segments. We'll just be playing the answers that Jerry gave you and react. I'm going to ask him about Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> I can't wait oh for that. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. God, please do that. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.